This is Pastor Jared Pollard, and you're listening to the ALC Daily Podcast. At Abundant Life Church, we believe that every person needs community that leads to encounters that causes growth. Join us as we dive into Scripture, share testimonies, and learn to become the hands and feet of Jesus in our everyday lives. Thank you so much for listening to the ALC Daily Podcast. My name is Pastor Jared Pollard. And this is Pastor Benjamin Davis. This is a Money Monday episode, How God Blesses Diligence with More Success in Jesus. God does bless diligence with more success in Jesus. We've been mm-hmm. using uh, the principles from the book, The Richest Man in Babylon, uh, and, and that just gives a little section of the book on seven cures for a lean purse. And we've been looking at one per week, and we are now on the seventh cure. So mm-hmm. we've been doing the seven weeks, uh, and the seventh cure for a lean purse. By the way, if you want to go back and review the others, just Google seven cures for a lean purse. Mm-hmm. It's all over Google, right? Mm-hmm. But the seventh cure for a lean purse is to increase your ability to earn. Um, increase your ability to earn. And a more simple way to think about that is invest in your skill set. Mm-hmm. Whatever your skill set is, invest in your skill set so your skill becomes greater. You know, one of the things that I think about as a pastor that my mentor taught me was David shepherded them according to the integrity of his heart. That's his character. Mm-hmm. Um, but and according to the skillfulness of his hands. So there's two facets to every leadership. There is the integrity of your heart. That's your character. That's the way you relate to God. That's the way you relate to your conscience. Mm -hmm. Then there is the skillfulness of your hands. You could be the person that has the most character, most integrity, greatest walk with the Lord, Mm -hmm. but never develop your skill, Mm -hmm. and you're just basically a guy that has character and integrity with the Lord and walks with the Lord. That's great. But you never develop your skill to do what God has called you to do. Mm -hmm. So you got to develop your skill to call to, to another way to think about it is David slew Goliath with a sling and a stone, Mm. but he didn't use a sling and a stone for the rest of his warfare. That's true. (laughs) After that, he switched to swords and spears. Matter Mm. of fact, by the time that David was running from Saul, he stopped and got Goliath's sword, and he used that as mm. his weapon of war. Mm. Uh, so uh, it was, it, you know, David, he didn't, it, it, it's not that like he lived his whole life with a sling and a stone. Mm. That was what he was comfortable with at the time where his skill was at. Okay, so let's um, let's look at that. And then, um, and so we're, we're talking about increase your ability to earn or invest in your skill. Um, And let's look at it from the scripture. Proverbs chapter 10, verses 4 and 5 says, A slack hand causes poverty, but the hand of the diligent makes rich. Hmm. He who gathers in summer is a prudent son, but he who sleeps in harvest is a son who brings shame. All right, so the Proverbs is going to tell it in parable form, and uh, we're going to try and maybe take it out of a parable. And, and make it really practical. Um, but I believe what the proverb is suggesting is that diligence, a lifestyle of diligence. What, what do you think? What does diligence mean? Mm. I mean, give me some practical diligence examples. Being faithful to every little detail. Get up with your alarm. Mm-hmm. 
Yep. Uh, take a shower. <laughs> Please be diligent. Floss your teeth. Yeah, that's right. Brush your teeth. That's it. Take it into work. What does diligence mean at, at, at a job? Yeah, every little detail. You so you know if the trash needs to be taken out, you're the one that sees it's full. Take the trash out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, sometimes uh, when I walk on the property, there'll be trash by the driveway. Pick up the trash. Mm-hmm. Tell you a diligence story from when I worked at, at uh, Family Services in Child Abuse and Neglect. I realized in the system that the family service worker was the closest person to the child. Therefore, they really knew what was best. Mm-hmm. But they were the least empowered to make the decisions. Mm-hmm. The The people above them were making decisions. The court, the judge. Mm-hmm. The judge who never met the child has the highest authority. Mm-hmm. Then the juvenile officer who's never met the child has the second highest authority. Mm-hmm. Then you got all these lawyers. They've never met the child. Mm-hmm. They've got all this authority, and you got the family service worker who is the person that is interacting has the least authority. Mm. So I looked at the situation and said, hmm, so I know what's best, but these people are making decisions. How am I going to remedy that? Mm. And the answer was simple. In family services, you had to fill out the same data on 10 different forms mm. for 10 different governmental agencies. Mm. In 10 different ways, which was just ridiculous. So paperwork could consume your life, right? I developed a system of diligence that said, here's the data, and I will copy and paste. This is before digital stuff, which Mm -hmm. means you're making physical copies and Mm -hmm. using a pair of scissors and cutting out. (laughs) Oh, yeah. And then, But it's the same. You write the data once, and then you cut with a pair of scissors and tape it into the different forms. And by using that method, I had the best court reports. And how do I know I had the best court reports? I was told that I had the best. And so word started back coming back to me from both the juvenile office and the judge. Ben, you have the best court reports mm. that anybody submits. Mm. Well, there was a motive for those best court reports. I wanted to get my way. Mm-hmm. Because I felt I knew what was best for that mm. child. Mm. And my testimony was, above 95% of the time, I got what I asked for. Mm. And, uh, That's and, awesome. And, and, but the method was diligence in your court reports for the decision makers. Uh, so uh, anyway, that's just a little example. So this Proverbs is talking about how diligence enables you to seize opportunities that are given to you. Um, so we want to practice diligence. Okay, let's just go into some practical, um, and I'm going to go with some no-brainers. Um, one no-brainer for diligence is take whatever you're doing and get better at it. That's right. Okay, Pastor Jared, what is something you're doing that you're getting better at what you're currently doing? I still strive to get better at uh, music and all okay. the instruments that I play. Which is an extraordinary thing because if Pastor Jared is probably the best musician I have ever known, but you're trying to get better at your... At All that. it takes is one Google Google or YouTube search of some little kid playing something that you can't play. Oh, and you think to and yourself, you're inspired. I can get better. <laughs> <laughs> you either want to quit or you want to get better. So, so this is a no-brainer. Take what you're already doing yeah. and get better at it, yeah. right? Yep. Here's another no-brainer. Learn more about what you're currently doing. Mm-hmm. Got an illustration about that, of, of uh, something you're currently doing that you're like, mm-hmm. I'm going to learn more about what I'm currently doing. Yeah. Uh, doing the Bible in a year is mm. 
constantly learning more and more because you, you can read the books of the Bible and you can get general understanding of them, but seeing how everything fits together, uh, all these little four verse passages throughout the Old Testament that have a lot of meat packed into them mm. that you could just you know move on by and not really know. Mm. Um, but if you listen to the whole Bible through every year, that general knowledge gets bigger and bigger and mm. the Lord rev- gives you revelation of how things connect and yeah, it's really amazing. Pastors that we follow have been doing a year uh, the Bible through in a year for over. 30 mm-hmm. years. Mm-hmm. So that's... I've only done the Bible through three or four times. Yep. And so to... But you're already seeing the fruit of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But to, to stack that on top of... I know people that they buy a one-year Bible every year, mm-hmm. and then they'll go through different years and look mm-hmm. at what they highlighted different times. Of course, yeah. now you can do that with computers. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'm, the, I'm doing that using the Uversion Bible app. Mm-hmm. Some and, people uh, will use Logos because mm-hmm. uh, a guy that we follow, Pastor Larry Stockstill, he says by the time... You're his age. You have your own commentary. Yeah, right. Uh, and it compiles it for you, so it's yeah. pretty cool. Yeah. Okay, um, here's another no-brainer. Don't get distracted from what you're currently doing. Mm. Uh, wrestle with that. And it, it is is don't... You got an illustration of don't get distracted mm. from what you're currently doing. Uh, you got to learn to love the process. Mm. Um, and so if you don't enjoy the process, you're constantly looking. It's the, the grass is greener on the other side of the fence mm. mindset. Um, and then you forget to give out your own grass and it'll die. <laughs> you know, the grass is greener on the other side of the fence is the ultimate killer of, of your own vision, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's true. It's true. true. Okay. Those are the no brainers for diligence. Now let's look at what might be brainers. Uh, and, um, is when to change what you're currently doing. So that's not mm-hmm. a no brainer. Because mm. diligence, a lot of times, is just get better at what you're currently doing, mm. learn more about what you're doing, don't get distracted. Mm. But there is a time to change what you're currently doing. Mm-hmm. Got any illustrations of that? It takes diligence to change what you're currently doing. Yeah. Uh, what is it? The uh, definition of uh, clinical uh, insanity. Insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting a different result. Yeah. So if it's not working, it might not be working for a reason. Or maybe society changed. <laughs> it's true. Or laws changed. Or your, or, your personal goals changed. Or your personal goals mm-hmm. changed, right? Mm-hmm. And so it takes diligence to make the leap into changing what you're currently doing or mm-hmm. changing the methodology, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, here's another brainer, is the ability to discern if what you're currently doing is no longer going to work. It worked yesterday, but it's not mm-hmm. going to work tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Uh, got any examples of when you're looking at a situation and it takes diligence and say, I need to be able to discern if what worked last year is not going to work next year. Mm -hmm. Um, I think uh, the Lord does all sorts of things that I would describe as maybe seasonal Mm -hmm. in our lives. Yeah. Really practical for me. Uh, Some worship songs are seasonal. Um, And so when we uh, are planning songs that we sing together as a church, whether they're new or old or in between, it's a, Lord, uh, is this the season for this to be applied? Have have you ever known people from high school who, you know... Live their life on seasonal advice? (laughs) (laughs) No, I was going to say that 10 years out of high school are still talking about that play that they made on that football game when they were on the high school football team. Well, that's their their seasonal advice. They're like, that was the best season of my life. (laughs) 
And I'm going to base the rest of my life on that season. On that one, you know, mm-hmm. that one year that I played, you know, made that touchdown. And maybe, uh, you know, yeah. it may be time to close that chapter of it's your life and probably move Probably time. <laughs> it is probably time. Yep. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, and to, then, that's, I mean, that's a good way to measure our relationships with the Lord. Yeah. Are you talking about what the Lord did 30 years ago? It's different. It's different sharing a testimony. We should be talking about those things. Those are monuments that the Lord has done. But if all, all our success is only based off of what the Lord said 30 years ago and not what he said this morning or yesterday, um, then I'm so diligent about that area that I never want to rest on what God did last year. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, I'm always asking the Lord, what are we going to do this year? Yep. Um, so absolutely. Okay. And then the last little thought I came up with brainer for a, a diligent might be, when to add to what you're currently doing. So you're, mm-hmm. you've got what you're doing mm-hmm. and you're saying, do I have capacity to add to that? Mm-hmm. Any thoughts on, on applying diligence in that area of knowing, how do I know if I'm supposed to add to what I'm currently doing? Yeah, um, I think the, the issue in your personal life is always making sure that you have margin. Mm. And so for a lot of people, the margin doesn't exist. Mm-hmm. But there is the reverse problem of having too much margin. Mm -hmm. Um, And so if you find yourself having too much margin, you might need to start adding some things. Yeah, yeah. All of these relate to diligence. And what we want to encourage you with is, this is one of the seven cures for a lean purse. If you'll just become a diligent person, what you'll find is that the finances have a tendency to follow the diligence. Thank you for joining us today. At Abundant Life Church, we believe that through community and small groups and encounters with Jesus, you will have growth. Visit Abundant.us to learn more about ALC and how to join a small group. You can also join us at our new service times at 9.30 a.m. and still for our live stream or in person at 11 a.m.